Soccer podcast for us by us talking about intersectional black culture and soccer. As you can see here, we have a full room tonight. Got your boy here, Grego. Here to my left is my man, man, W. What's good with you, boss? Not much, man. I'm tired. You know how those Virginia office days go. Dog, like you got a lot going on, man. I'm, I'm hoping that you got some good news to share with us in two of you today. But, I, but uh, things, uh, things are moving on your side, man. We'll see. Lots of unpack. Yeah, man. And um, joining us once again from the sunny confines of Southern California, you got Scott from Shape Butter RC. It's been a, such a long time. I stay in so long. How you, how you feeling? I'm nice. I'm just here. Right. Yes. Here so she don't get fined, bro. <laughs> yeah, because I just watched the disaster last. Like, we deserve if we don't make the playoffs. I'm sorry. Listen, I mean, again, yeah, I, I just literally saw um, y'all were playing at the same time Atlanta was. Oh, damn, like, we, we both already pushed. But, uh, yeah, so that's cool. And of course, we are actually keeping at West Coast this week. We both special guests with us um, uh, this week. Uh, a couple months back, we did uh, our homies uh, out in uh, L.A. with the Tiger Support Club, uh, their supporters group that uh, focuses on the Korean perspective out in uh, Southern California and play, and we wanted to, you know, have them back on this course. This has been a a very wild season for y'all. We wanted to, you know, uh, get over here and uh, chop it up with y'all. First off, we got our main man, Josh Lee. What's good with your boss? What's good, family? No, good to be back here with you guys, and uh, happy to be finally be with the, the FTC TV. All the culture, all the culture is alive today. So I'm um, happy to talk LAFC, happy to talk California. And um, yeah, I brought, brought a friend with me today. I think it's it's his first, very first interview of all time. Uh, uh, Popping cherries this week. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, a fan though. He's a huge fan. He's a huge fan of y'all. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Now joining Josh is, is uh, he actually making his debut, I guess, anywhere out, out, out in the world. We've got uh, a man, Germ. So what's good, man? Hey, what's going on over there? Just chilling right here in LA, trying to stay cool, you know. Now, when we did y'all's podcast, of course, I I had Scott on there with me. First, have y'all linked up yet? Like, I mean, like y'all like neighbors, basically. I I'm, I don't know if Scott wants to talk about this, but um, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> Scott. You want to address it? You want to address the elephant in the room right now? Because Sky's leaving me on red every time we're in the we're in the proximity of each other. So, uh, oh, I, don't I have. Know. I don't know. I have. <laughs> I figured it was because of like all, all this damn heat wave that y'all are going through. Like dog, like like like, is it even safe to go out outside right now? Um. Yes. I think it's getting better now. Yeah, it's I think. Cool um, is, is it though? Because I heard y'all got mudslides now, so it's like if it ain't one thing, it's nothing. I mean, it's... yeah, Jeremy, talk to them. How how hot has it been? Um, how hot has it been recently? And how does it fit into the? To the Overall, uh, overall timeline of natural disasters in California right now. Over it's, the pretty, course of life. it's pretty bad. You sweat when you shower, so it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, so it's a little hot, a little hot out there. That's that's, I mean, yeah. that's what's up. Like, hopefully, you guys are keeping it safe. Of course, hopefully, you guys out there are keeping it safe wherever you are, whether east, north, south, east, west, all your favorite podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audio Boom, Stitcher, Spreaker, all of them, and of course, the FTC UTD YouTube channel. I actually did post last week's episode. Of course, it didn't happen until today, but I but I did it. 
So I, I pat myself on the back. I said, right, I said, right now, since we're a whole lot right now, um, I almost chopped my foot off last weekend. Uh, during Labor Day weekend, I, I was texting Sky like 2 in the morning, like, yo, like, I don't know what I'm about to do here because this, this shit's got to go. It's either, it's either it or me. So I said, it's, it's been a lot uh, the past uh, week or so. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to. Uh, get you guys on because, of course, I wanted to talk about the thing that everybody's talking about uh, the queen, the queen, not the not the ones here in Atlanta, not the ones, uh, <laughs> not the ones in my DMs, <laughs> not the ones in Devon's DMs. We're going to talk about the queen of England and how she is messed up everybody's soccer experiences the past week or so, and how, yeah, like. I had to like scramble as far as what I was going to watch over the weekend because England ain't been playing nothing. It's like the Queen died and said, You said, you know what? To respect me, you got to stop playing these games. And that means that I think what everybody has grown to love Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings watching um, Premier League said, Nah, you cut off. You cut off. Like, so, what, so, what did y'all do with, with, with your Saturday mornings uh, with, with no? With no, uh, with no premier. League. Well, like, what what you do, Devin? Man, yeah, it was definitely a it was a rough ride. I'm really trying to sit here and think because I I sat and I stared into some obscurity for a little bit because uh, I didn't know what to do with my time. Honestly, you know, it's like a reflex for the like my entire life. Pretty much, it feels like Saturday mornings, wake up, roll over, seven thirty, turn on the footy. You know, so. It was a little uh, little crazy. I think I just ended up watching, like, YouTube or something to, you know, pass the time. So um, I will say, though, you know, with the Queen, you know, ultimately passing, it did delay things a little bit. So what it also delayed or what it, conti- what it what continued on um, – mm-hmm. There is a team still in first place, and the queen, the queen, she knew what she was doing. She was so she, she died long. She stayed alive long enough to see y'all first place. Because from what I've been told, the queen is actually an Arsenal fan. I and believe like, we were the first team to actually visit the palace. If yeah, I had tea, mm-hmm. y'all were the only team, the only yeah. team to ever visit the palace. There we go. So. She did it for us. First place, I can, I can, I can, I can bounce now. Like we, we done here. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to the queen, man. <laughs> so, I, mean, I think you should keep the TV off the rest of the season, though. It's like I feel like this is about as as, as good. I as know. Good. I mean, before she died, though, she had to catch United. Uh, I give give y'all that L that first L of the season. That's, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know. It's cool. We took that L, and we still in first. So, like, you know, it, it is what it is. So, I hear you. I hear you. What would you do with your um, with, with your Saturday, Josh? Shoot, what did I do? I think um, I actually paid attention to my loved ones for 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 the mornings. I um, you heard you heard they were nice people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard I heard they're good good folks um, living in and around my house, and I just decided, hey, you know what? I think this today's the day. 
where I finally look him in the face for the first time. So that was, that was, so what do y'all actually do here? Yeah, that was fun. Well, I, my, my girlfriend and I think got breakfast together. It was really, it was really wonderful. I didn't realize that you could do that. So um, mm-hmm. that was, it was fun, man. It was, um, to be honest, I think the West Coast, the, the kickoff times are just so tough, right? So like Dude. a lot of times I'm catching, you know, I'm catching things on my phone in my bed. I mean, I, I'm not so sure if I can do the, the pub crawls at, uh, you know, being at three Guinness deep. Yeah, by four thirty. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, shout out to the the United Reds who um who I think still meet up in Rocco's in Westwood, um mm-hmm. to, to to watch the games. But um yeah, man, it was just nice nice having the morning, and I think it's uh it, it prepared me for a nighttime of footy, right? I had a Saturday to myself to to try and prepare myself to watch LAFC lose on Saturday. So I think that's what happened. Listen, we're going to get up in LAFC in, in, in a little bit because, dog, it's, 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 been, it's wild times. It's, it's been a wild year for y'all. So uh, trust me, like, yeah. we got a conversation um, for that. Uh, Germ, like, so, like, of course, um, with this being your 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 podcast, Cherry Pop, um, of course, uh but tell, tell the people about yourself. Like, how, how long you um been out here supporting uh, the, the culture? How, how long you been um supporting LAFC? Like, what's what's uh tell us about yourself. Uh, LAFC been since 2018. Um, footies since you know since I was uh, a kid. You know, like everybody else, kicking the ball around, watching people do magical things with with you know the game. And uh, who, who, yeah. who are you watching when you're not watching LAFC? Uh, I watch Liverpool. I watch a lot of like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got another one. Uh, Liverpool, but I do watch a lot of uh, like the USL, the the Championship. I think that they have a lot um, better play. It, mm. it seems like it's a lot more rough and tumble, you know, like oh, like the old days. Definitely. Interesting. Very interesting. I, 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 you miss guys. So you, you've been so busy. I've been trying to catch you for like, like ten months. Like, like you and Tony. Is, 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 is it a light skin South Side Atlanta thing? Like, yes. No, I just went. No, <clears throat> work. I've been work, work, work. I still got to do work. Like, work's not over. Um, my. Y'all been uh, busy. Like, I'm like, I don't know. If, like, of course, if, if y'all haven't been following Shea Butter lately, like, I mean, like they have been like out of control the past uh, past few weeks. Like, y'all did the. Uh, Copa Angelina uh, up in uh, uh, down in L.A. Uh, y'all have been, uh, if, you're, if you're not catching on to the Patreon, like they've been doing um, uh, watch-alongs um, on there. And, um, yeah, like y'all, y'all, been, y'all been busting it. Yes, it's like to a point we had to restructure our Patreon because it's like, okay, we can't feasibly do some of the stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, life. Then I had COVID, so it was like, yeah. Yeah, you like it's it's, it's been a lot. Um, but yes, I'm I'm glad that you are back. But yeah, like this 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 Queen thing has definitely just had everything all messed up because of course all of last week's games got uh, postponed, and then it looks like all but four games over in England have been postponed uh, for this weekend. Of course, the um, oh yeah, yeah. And she also ended the late the WSL season from starting. Oh wow! And, and we were, were supposed to play tomorrow, but there's not enough security for our game, so it got canceled. Oh yeah, wow. and then the other thing was with the WSL starting, they were supposed to play in the men's stadiums, so they were supposed um, to play yeah. in all these sold out stadiums. And nope. Damn, because I mean, like, of course, y'all, of course, England's riding that momentum from 
win the Euros uh, this past summer. Like I said, the, the Queen waited for a lot of things. She waited for England to finally win something else uh, in, in soccer, and then she waited for Arsenal to finally get first place. So, I mean, actually, like, like, you know, it's... You got to take your sacrifices, you know? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's, it's been a very interesting week for those who've been playing because, obviously, with, with the Queen, the Queen is the, the head of state of England. So, um, the monarch is. And everywhere there's been, like, moments of silence, uh, tributes, things like that. Um, well, on, on the flip side, I mean, I, I, I feel like people think that people only view the queen one way, and it's like, I don't know if y'all, it, I, I know most of y'all are on Twitter, and I know most of y'all are on Instagram. The level of roasting that has been happening the last four or five days has been epic. Immaculate. Absolutely. It's been amazing. Because I mean, like, because like, you have to understand, the United Kingdom at one point was like all over this world, of course, including here in the states. And you have African countries, Irish countries, Caribbean countries, people that you that you probably would have never thought about ever in your life. Like, it's like. Y'all, y'all know the whiz, right? When the witch finally went down the toilet and everything, like this is what this is what's going on here. It's like, <laughs> like we are finally happy. This woman is gone. I had some Jamaican food, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, thought, I thought somebody was talking. My bad. Um, like just the level of like animosity that people have towards the crown has just been it's been a, it's, it's really opened up a really interesting conversation just as far as like how um like how are we supposed to be mourning for someone that represents something that's been just a leader of oppression for like generations on top of generations i mean like she was in charge for like 70 years 70 just like saying hey i don't want this country to get independent fuck them and like now they're like I'm supposed to feel sorry for this? Like, how, like how's it supposed to work? I don't. Well, not only that, but she also was the head of state, or she, her her family was uh, ruling when the 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 Bengal famine happened. So mm-hmm. and they they saw a lot of Indian families suffer and die, like millions of people, uh, because of her her family. You know, dog. The receipts been rolling out, man. It's it's been, it's like, been trying to separate her from the monarch, and I'm like, no, nah, like she represented that shit. Like she, like she was trying to maintain that as much as she as she possibly could. Like even though we did have a lot of countries in Africa and in uh in uh, in the uh, Caribbean technically get their independence. Like if if you look closely in the fine print, a lot of those countries still have the the, the monarch as the, as their head of state. So they're still. There's still that relationship that's still there. That's like, now nah, we like y'all. Y'all always gonna be with me. You like you. You here for life. <laughs> yeah, like but, the I used to. So I have a it's a certificate because I wasn't doing all that for no minor. But I like was <clears throat> I had a minor in international affairs effectively, 
And like, yeah, the level of stuff she did, particularly when I took African government politics classes, like the amount of stuff she was a part of, I was not shocked. I was like, y'all ain't roasting hard enough. Like, you got to barbecue her because for what she facilitated knew about, you know, toxic. Like, this shouldn't have been a shock. Um, it's actually who who ain't mad, at, who ain't happy she did. I mean, really that. To be real. I mean, unless you're like living in England and and not someone of color, I yeah, just I, don't to say. I just don't yeah, that's the only that's the only people. Yeah. I mean, the Irish, the Irish are like Lizzie's in a box. Know. So Lizzie's in a box. So, so spinning it back to football real quick. Um, I don't know if y'all happen to see the the Celtic game um, uh, earlier today. Uh, of course, Celtics in Scotland, right, right. Part part of the crowd and everything. Uh, over in one of the sections uh, where the Celtic supporters were, they had a banner that said "Fuck the Crown," <laughs> and then also uh, a banner that said "Sorry for your loss, Michael Fagan." For those of y'all that don't know, Michael Fagan uh, broke into the uh, Buckingham Palace forty years ago, got to Queen Elizabeth's bedside before they finally captured her, captured her, and. Like, like I said, the, the the level of pettiness, the level of shade, the level of just outright roasting has been world class the past in the past few weeks. And of course, we now have to live in a world where we are we now have a king uh, once again. Like it's been such a long time since anybody's really seen a king. And it just happens to be Charles, his his fuck boy ass. I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I don't know. Did anybody see um, the Jamaican president tell Prince Charles or King Charles to his face that they're not going to be part of the British Empire anymore? I that they're going to, they're going to, they're. I think like something like sixteen Caribbean countries or something like that mm-hmm. are planning to uh, secede from the empire. You done? Indeed. I mean, and, and they should. Yeah, I mean, like, you're. You basically have the United Kingdom keeping their finger over a lot of countries still to this day. And, you know, people try to talk about, like, how classy the the queen was. I'm like, yeah, about that. About that. I mean, just because, you know, she she knew how to hold a hold a cup of tea didn't mean that, you know, she was necessarily just out here for the people. Like I saw today, like there were certain things that she like she had a direct hand in as far as just, you know, minimizing people of color throughout throughout of course in england and also throughout the world and let alone her own family and then apartheid and then there's just uh apparently the the uk government have this rule about um like uh seized uh assets and everything she made sure that the that the royal family was like nah nah we keeping all our shit like we keeping all this they still have the the biggest diamond this diamond we blatantly stole from y'all—it's right here. Yeah, like yeah. So like yeah, like it's it's complicated. Of course, right now we are trying to work things out, figure out some type of soccer. But I, I, that yeah, what they did with the with the women's uh, super league, like yeah, like I mean, like how do you get? Like, are they going to be able to reschedule those games at at the men's stadiums? Like how does how's that supposed to work? I didn't hear anything about it after I did hear that the games were uh, postponed. But yeah, I don't know if they're gonna redo them back at their, you know, back at the men's stadiums or back at their original stadiums. I haven't heard. 
Are you talking about no. WSL? Yeah. They think they might not be able to reschedule them. That's the thing. Yeah, like that, that's, Which, that's unfortunate. You know, just given this level of momentum, like, uh, you don't get, you often don't get a second opportunity to, to recapture um, uh, that momentum that that was gained. But hopefully, you know, things um, things can work out um, in the league's favor once um, once they are able to uh, get things up and running. Now, I was hoping to have a third member of Tigers on this week, uh, Sujin. If you ha- if you have it. Um, if you're not following most of the members of Tigers, you need to. There's um, one uh, member on there, Suja. Shout out uh, to Suja. She's a Chelsea supporter. And while we were away, and I think I might have hyped this up during our last episode as far as just too cool being bounced out. Well, the man got bounced out. And uh, in his place has come um, Graham Potter of uh, – uh, Brighton and Holman, which really does sound like a like a Griffin, like a um, what's the school in um, Hogwarts? Uh, yeah, Hogwarts. It does sound like a house in Hogwarts. And uh, it's a proper here. English lad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the fact that they actually went with an English coach, I was like, like maybe things are changed with um with Chelsea because that would have never happened with uh, Roman, not once. But uh, of course, I, I know that right now we are a Chelsea-free uh, show at the moment. But um, how are y'all how are y'all feeling about Tuchel meeting is in one, uh, one and once again another Chelsea coach that is, that did not make it past his third his third season. I love to see it first yeah. and foremost. Um, mm. You know, actually, you know, I love to see it. You know, from Tuchel's standpoint. Um, the writing was on the wall from the preseason. I mean, getting smacked by Minnesota United. I mean, you know that the writing was on the wall from the from the jump. So um, you hate to see it, but on the flip side, you love to see it. So, <laughs> um, so I'm happy about that. Um, I am pretty upset about Potter uh, making it though. Um, obviously, he. Uh, is doing great. He was doing great things at Brighton, and you know they threw the bag at him. So how could he? But my whole thing was how you know why would you leave a Rolls Royce to go back to you know the hoopty? So you know that was my oh, whole Chelsea thing. Chelsea the hoopty in this one. I, I, that's, that's wild. <laughs> wow. I mean, who's that hiring? Who that in, um, Yo, clip this. Beat, um, uh, Harvey Salzburg today in Champions League action. So it's like. You know, he might not be that wrong. Might not be that wrong. I, I, how you feel about it, uh, Josh? I'm just happy. I, I want to say I'm first first and foremost happy to be Chelsea free for at least a little bit in my life. There's there's way too much Chelsea in my life. Um, shout out Sue. Shout out our boy Christian Ortiz, who Jerm constantly feuds with on our on our IG chats. He doesn't oh, no. know what he's talking about. Uh, Christian doesn't. <laughs> Christian doesn't. No, he has no idea what he's talking about. Um, it's weird, man. It's I don't know. It's like it's like a. I, I genuinely had fun with like the Chelsea ownership changeover. Like I mean, with all the horrible things that that Roman, um, the Roman was ousted for. But it's weird because like Chelsea has kind of weirdly become an LA LA uh, LA kind of what do you call it? Like adjacent team all of a sudden, right? Because yeah. of like, the new ownership. Um, and the Dodger Dodger correlation and how how deep I, actually, you know what, I know how I blame for that Mourinho. I blame Mourinho. Ooh. Yeah, you play Mourinho for the for the ownership? 
back when he was coach the first time, like he was coming out to LA a whole lot. And <laughs> and um like LA was like he was like, I fuss with LA. Like this this like this is this is dope. And that's why I was like at some point in time in the future, might not happen today, might not happen next year. I definitely do foresee a point of where, you know, whether it's y'all in the black and gold or whether it's the guys up in Carson, somebody's getting Mourinho. Like oh. I, I feel like that's like before he retires, that's that's going to happen. Shout out, Joe. I just feel. Let's go. I feel <laughs> Mourinho has talked too much stuff to you know to sell himself short like that i just feel like he's you know he's talked himself up to just be this specialist um to you know to to come to fall so low in his from his standpoint you know know, it'll be interesting to see i feel like at least for him of course obviously he wouldn't do anything like rsl or anything but like la new york yeah like i I think that he would definitely consider um that style like, i honestly thought that when after, coach, uh, after he got after he got canned by united i thought that he was going to come here then like like he needs like i felt like he needed that time time away like jordan needed that time away in birmingham playing baseball and his love back but um but of course right now he's doing his thing up in um uh up, up in roma but um you don't think that um, he has one last shot as a i i always thought the swan song for him would be Getting Cristiano's last World Cup and coaching Portugal in one last Euro. World you Cup. know what? I thought that too, and I, I feel like I actually I, I feel like coaching United kind of got in the way of that because I feel like he probably would have been like this cycle here probably would have been obviously the, probably the last opportunity for that to happen. But mm-hmm. I guess uh, he he wasn't ready for all that. But um, you know it, it, it happens. But um, I will uh, I should um, hopefully. Your team out there is playing this this week, whether it's somebody over here in um in the U.S. or hopefully uh, uh, your team out in Europe. But um, on the flip side, we're going to chat a little bit more with uh, Jerem and Josh and uh, learn about the Tiger supporter group and talk about LAFC, talk about Atlanta uh, beating the U.S. Open Cup champs and and, and Spygate um, that happened last week and um. And uh, more on Chupas now, so though, stick with us. We get a quick word from our fam at Two Cents, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Elliot, the co host of Can I Kick It at River City 93. As always, if you're looking for the most up to date shows on black history, what's going on in the game, in and off the pitch, then come check us out at Can I Kick It. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter, RiverCity93. And as always, guys, like, share, subscribe to our podcast, and we'll catch you guys on the good side. Yo, what's up? It's L from the Two Cents SC Show. Join Amobi and I each week as we talk with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories, and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. You can catch all episodes on the Two Cents SC YouTube channel or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tap in. Four, three, two. 
Oh, that was a nice cue. <laughs> we're back. Um, we got uh, Josh and Jerns from Tigers Supporters Group. They are uh, supporters for LEFC that focus on the Korean perspective um, out in the LA area. Now, our, I believe you are a founder, correct, Josh? Yeah, um, one of them. Yeah, one of them. I came on. I'm probably like member six or so. Okay, okay. What, what, what about you, Jerns? Uh, I came into the fold, I think, in 2019. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, as someone who was there from the jump, Josh, uh, what was a, what what kind of spurred the, the idea of creating a, a group um, that focuses on, on the Korean community out in LA? Yeah, man, I think in, in LA, the Korean community in sports is, it's kind of feels um, underrepresented a lot. I think the Korean voice in sports across the country feels quite under underrepresented i think um and trying to figure out what asian and asian american representation looks like in the in the realm of sports was really important to us man and so uh we got together like all the weird korean soccer kids that we knew that were in the area and just started like meeting you know at bars at at different locations trying to figure out like hey there's a new club coming coming to coming to the city they say they're about the local community like how do we want Koreatown to be represented, right? How do we want the Korean perspective to be represented in this newest um, LA team that says they're about, they're really about it? And so um, we started talking about like what our influences were, right? And the, the 2002 World Cup always comes to mind for a lot of us at a certain age range, right? It's uh, it, it really kind of sparked this hope and this optimism and this joy for the game. And I think for me personally, it was really like, I didn't really know how to follow soccer um, how to follow soccer year round, right? I didn't want to just be a casual that tuned in every four years, but it seemed like mm-hmm. that's what a lot of the community was doing, right? And so I wanted to talk to the the, the, the soccer nerds that were in um, Koreatown and out of it that were just like obsessed with the Korean national team, obsessed with Pak Ji-sung and Son Heung-min and all like all the guys who made it in, um, who all the guys who had made it in the Premier League and in Europe prior. So I think that's kind of what led all of us to meet, man. And I think... It's really cool. Um, I always talk about the Koreans perspective shifting into a Koreatown perspective for Tigers because um, we quickly realized like most of us had been living or had some tie to Koreatown in Los Angeles, right? And Koreatown in Los Angeles has always been majority uh, Hispanic, Latino, Latinx. And so we need we we knew we needed a diverse perspective, right? If we wanted to tell a true Koreatown perspective, it was really this kind of mesh of cultures, right? That is trilingual at its core, at its base of it. So Korean, English, Spanish, everything needed to be represented equally. And I think that's really what um, when we started shifting from just a Korean perspective to a Koreatown perspective, we started having this beautiful tapestry, man, of like, yes, being able to support, support the Korean national team, men's and women for all the different watch parties, but also like understanding Koreatown culture through the lens of of all the different demographics that are here, of understanding the the Mexican voice, the the, the Salvadorian voice, the the Korean voice, the Black voice, um, all mixing together in K Town, man, it's one of the densest corners of LA, and we wanted to make sure that we were represented correctly on the pitch and in the, in the stands. I think that's really what um, Tigers re- began to kind of exemplify and to kind of represent, man. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I definitely think that. Um, 
uh, what y'all have been doing has been um, just amazing. Of course, I don't know if y'all have noticed um, back here, like, you know, like I, I, I do definitely have my fair share of, of Tiger's uh, merch because I definitely, it's a, just like how we try to um, emphasize on the black community, of course, I, 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 I've always been uh, a supporter of the Korean community. Like, I, I like, I can, like, even like when I growing up in North Carolina and Virginia, like, always seem to have, like, at least one a Korean homie. Uh, shout out to Han Sam, shout out to David, that's, hey. um, and everything. But, Those are most, um, the two most Korean fucking names I heard in my life. So, excuse me. If I <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I mean, I, I definitely see what y'all have been doing and just like, you know, just uh, I, um, one of my ho- homies here, uh, Jiho, um, of course, right now, he's actually back in South Korea now. Uh, he used to be a capo with uh, Atlanta United. And like, that was like, I would see y'all there, but like, of course, for those of y'all that don't know Atlanta, like if y'all hit up North, uh, Luth, uh, uh, Norcross, it's like Korean City, and I'm like the representation is here. It's like I wish that we were able to uh, incorporate some some of that uh, down here and um, and bring that into the fold um, here in Atlanta. And um, but, uh, like, of course, I'm going back to uh, just that growth of the group. Uh, of course, Sky and I we talk about you know trying to uh, incorporate. All the communities out in the LA area, like like when y'all started up um, Tigers, like what was the uh, feedback initially with the uh, LAFC community? Or yeah, yeah, man. I I mean the nice the nice the nice people who are really messing with us from the beginning. There's plenty of those, right? They were just like we needed this. Like Korean people are the Korean people and Korean culture is intrinsic to the city, right? It's it's in its work workforce it's in its food culture it's in it's in every scene in this city like why shouldn't there be a Korean town culture uh represented here and i think there was definitely um some detractors and haters man and like in the beginning days like i was very uh i mean i was ever the optimist i really believe in human connection kind of uniting us all but i think there's a lot of people who are like y'all aren't big enough y'all aren't significant enough for us for for you to merit a Korea town supporter group right like why should you deserve this um above some other thing why don't you just why don't your small members join just a larger group, right? And be kind of embodied in that. And I think the thing was like, yeah, we re- if we really believe in this kind of shoulder to shoulder mentality um, and this one by one mentality, it's like one by one means all of us one by one, right? And us not merely melting into each other, right? Which is like that myth of a melting pot. But it really is like, yo, if you're, if you're really, if you stand with me and I stand with you, then you know, we're, we're linking arms together, but we're still like, you see where the lines are. Right. And I think that's what we try to lift each other up through is like, not only, I know we're different, but that doesn't make that we can't stand together on stuff. Right. We link arms and when we, when we move together. Right. And I think that was really important, man. Like when um, germs joined us, man, germs had kind of been hovering around a couple of different supporter groups. Right. And like, and it was like a really cool way for us to, when germs joined us, it was really a, it was a telling sign to be like, yo, we're open for everybody. Everyone feels welcome with us. Um, we are kind of a, like, we are a unique understanding of what this club and what the city can do. And I think, and Germs really gravitated towards us in that way. And since then, man, like, he stepped up to become this leader that I've learned a ton from, right? Like, 
we all kind of like swap and share stories and inspirations and references. And um, we've been open, like an open book since, since day one about it, because we're like, we're here to learn the culture. Germ knew in a lot of senses much more about footy culture than I did growing up and going in. But um, the kind of culture we can share about Koreanness versus um, uh, Latinness and mixing that together and to form genuinely what an LA, LA person and LA culture is like, that's been one of the most like, truly like thankful parts of uh, parts of this gig man love it yeah, yeah, yeah. tell us about your, your perspective on germs well um the what josh said about it being like very open uh it's true because uh i used to go to a lot of watch parties just to you know um taking the vibe you know taking the culture and everything and i remember i forget what it is it called um Strikeout? Uh, where did we have that watch Strike party? Zone, yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Strike Zone. We uh, and I showed up with my my two kids, and uh, Sue was like, "Oh, come in." She was very open, very welcoming, and she said, "You know, we have a table, you know, over here." And it was like taped off, and she took off all the tape, and she gave us a table, and uh, and that's initially what won me over to um, to Tigers is because um, they were very very welcoming. A group of people they didn't care that they knew you for two seconds they didn't care that they knew you for five years it was all good it was all love you know and and that to me is very um it's like very koreatown because it doesn't matter your background it's just as long as you bring in good vibes and love and it's all good you know so that that's my experience from with, with tigers yeah, man. Awesome. Hey, you guys yeah, mind me asking, that. like, how did, like, why tigers? Like, why a tiger? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I mean, the tiger is, has always been kind of um, symbolic in Korean culture of, like, strength, <laughs> of of power, and also kind of like, a, in a lot of ways, like a defender of the people. Like, it's it's a, a genuinely um, a good-natured but scary force. Like, our tiger stories and our, mytho- and, and our, our mythologies – it's usually like a tiger looks pretty good. Like it's not a couple of different times. It's like, and I'm oh, what the hell is that? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, no, it's that's a, like the Korean national team. Um, their crest has a tiger on it. And so I thought um, I, when when they were picking the name, um, the, the big homie Ben um, was picking the name. I think him as such a huge uh, support of the Korean national team was like we're gonna be the Tiger supporters group, and um, it's been fun seeing. Uh, you know, it's Jeremy. I don't know if you know this, but in year one, like people thought we were just like really like into Tigers, which we are, right? But like, <laughs> I would get texts from random LRC homies I just met of like Tigers, like Tiger pictures they've seen on the road and stuff, right? And they'd just be like, send us like, send like, be like, yo, I saw this sick ass Tiger in Venice, bro. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And so, like, I in my camera roll. I just have like thousands of pictures of tigers like everywhere in all like live action and animation. And now German and I in an IG chat, we just like share like tiger tattoos we see randomly. Like, what can we yeah. make for our next t-shirt? Tony the tiger, all that kind of different kind of stuff. So it's it's been kind of fun to to kind of play off the name, man. That's yeah. dope. That's yeah. awesome. I actually told Josh the other day. I actually told Josh the other day, I was like, I Calvin and Hobbes, I totally forgot that Hobbes yeah. was a tiger. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Favorite comic strip of all time as a kid, man. I got every yep. single. I had the whole collection, bro. Shout out Bill Watterson, the GOAT. <laughs> yeah. Now, on that note, um, 
I don't know if y'all know the uh, uh, Nike is dropping. I think the majority of the remaining World Cup kits uh, on tomorrow, the the fifteenth. Um, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the South Korean ones we get. I mean, Nike. See, unlike what they do for the U.S., like <laughs> they they put they out hotness for for the uh, for the South Korean national team. I'm getting kind. Of, I'm getting kind of upset about it. I mean, of course. The last set with the with the full tiger stripes on the awake, I was like, dog, like, like, can we just like, can we get a star? Can we get like, can we uh, sniff the uh, him with the garment? Right, like we can't, we can't. Get... <laughs> hey, the the, the but, when you guys are on the IG of the 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 mock up kid that y'all made, that one was beautiful of the. The stripes, the wavy stripes, kind of across the kid, like, and that's me, like, trying not to wear too much like U.S. U.S. gear anymore. But I was like, oh, that one's sick. But um, yeah, I don't. The new, the U.S. kids yeah. are pretty, pretty rough, man. This year, at least the leaks of it look rough. We don't know yeah. her. We don't know her. <laughs> yeah, it look terrible. Like y'all look, y'all look unseasoned. <laughs> y'all, y'all. Actually, you know. I, I, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out and, and, and put it out. I'm, I'm probably gonna buy this, but of course, I know what, what I can do with with jerseys. Of course, we'll do what we have available to us. Um, I'm about to customize the fuck out of this, and I know at least uh, from from me and whoever else on our team who um who wants the sauce. Well, we're gonna do something with this. So, you know, just I'm, I'm gonna make this work one way or another. But um, but you did touch on something, Josh. I definitely wanted to. Uh, to get it because of course you, you talk about you know shoulder to shoulder and blending in all cultures like there has been one thing that's been bugging me for since since 2018 and me and sky like we have we we have often had this conversation a whole lot because of course it also affects um on the angel city side black community mm-hmm. it, it seems like the it's been I, there's definitely a LA black soccer culture in that area, but it seems like it just has, has yet to be uh, gone integrated. Integrated, uh, integrated with LAFC with with uh, Angel City. Like, like, what's been your perspective on it? I know, I, I actually do know for a fact there is a black member in Tigers. I do know that. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, in Atlanta. So, but yeah, what's, what's good on that? Yeah, shout out the shout out the guy Brett. Brett, yeah. we love you. We're, we're thinking of you all the time. He just moved so far away. So he can only make it out every once once uh, once a month or so, but yeah, man, it's, I think it's um that is the one missing portion I think in our in our stadium. And Jeremiah, I don't know how you feel about this, but like I'm like I've gone to conferences for work where it's like where are all the black people, you know, run by black folk, and just been like, yo, like where are the black people in our industry? And I think LA being a diverse city and us like being like kind of on the on the edge in the cusp of South Central, like that is a Latino and black neighborhood, right? And all the way towards it, like how the community, how the club can continue to, to, to get um, in touch with the black community, I think is is kind of a, is an interesting one, man. I think for us, like, like I, I will say this, like the, the Spanish speaking culture at LAFC is so strong and it's the center of, I think, you know, the football fandom in, in Los Angeles, right? And for us as, as like English and Korean speakers originally, like, like getting in that and finding our place and that's interesting, um, because all the, 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 the kind of Latino culture is so strong. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we get more, more black culture and black faces into, 
um, into the stands because I can tell you, like, the assistant GM is a black man. The creative um, director of LAFC, of all partnerships and of the club, is a black man. Like, there is black leadership in LAFC, the club itself. And I think mm-hmm. to a point where it's, it, I think it's the the equity involved in in leadership in LAFC looks like our city does. And so how we get the kind of fan engagement, whether it's like, maybe it is like more, um, we talked about this last time, I think uh, in the Can I Kick It podcast, is it more ad space in in uh, predominantly black neighborhoods? Is it, you know, we, we, uh, we're we good friends with Sticks, right? And Sticks has been really taking the charge with- Did the you get yet? I gave him the jersey, Greg. Okay. <laughs> Sticks, Sticks. Sticks, all right, Sticks. You took you took a while to give me your address, man. We met up. And, <laughs> I love I love the homie Sticks. Like, the way he puts up for Watts, and I think he's really kind of made a partnership with both LAFC and the Rams to, to get the black community, make sure the Watts is covered, right, in all ways. And so maybe it is more. It's it's more um, aspects like that from the club. Like we're always pushing the club to do more. Um, and I think it really is like inviting our black friends to games, man, and understanding that. Like I think for for a lot of um, yeah, to try and make sure that like the game is for everyone. Yeah, Jeremy, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, um, first of all, I mean, uh, the bank was built, you know, in South Central, um, in Expo Park, which is has a very significant portion of uh, the black community, you know, and I feel like it's a disservice to to the black community to not include them as much as we, we do. I mean, I don't, we don't do that purposely, but uh, then again, we don't, I don't feel like we do enough to attract, um, you know, uh, black fans. Um, we should be doing a lot more. Um, like Josh said, I, I don't think it's, it's enough to have like anything else, like, you know, um, black leadership is not enough. You should have black participants. You should have uh, black audience members. You should have black supporters, um, I think that's the one ingredient that um, not just LASC, I think it's missing throughout this country. Um, and in, uh, San Fran- and in San Jose, um, there's a lot. Uh, Atlanta, of course, has a lot of black supporters. But I think overall, I think we're all just not doing a good job of engaging. I mean, I, I've invited people, but they, you know, they can't do it because they, they live too far. Um, but I, I think a lot of it is not it is not as grassroots as we originally thought or as as much as we'd like to think. It's not as because we don't go out to the community that the stadium is around. You don't have to go that far to find, you know, a, a black person and tell them, hey, come down, come down to the game. I know I think um, when LAFC first started, they gave away tickets to the community around, but that only mm-hmm. goes so far. You know, you want to keep them uh, the way the Lakers kept, you know, uh, people engaged, the way the Dodgers keep people engaged. Um, right now, we're engaging people that already like soccer. We need people to, to believe in the team the way people believe in the team like they do with the Lakers and the Dodgers. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm just really, really um, – it's not enough. It's not enough. I think we, we need a lot more diversity. I mean, I'm – Mexican myself um but and this is partly why I joined Tigers because they're the most diverse group I grew up in Boyle Heights and it's predominantly Mexican and I thought should I join this SG which is also Mexican and also Latino Central American or should I join a group where I can grow and 
and learn from, you know, not just add another voice to, to, um, to the, to the noise, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it, it's just very, very difficult, uh, to answer because it's, like I said, it's not, it's not on purpose. Not, we would, we would love to, um, get, get more, get to know the black community a lot more. That's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, go ahead. There's some questions that, that, sh- that should be asked. And, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, there's something that I know on the LAFC side um, you know, improves. And of course, this one up here, uh, she's she's been doing a whole lot of work on, on the Angel City side. Um, I know, like, we, like, we talk about this stuff quite a bit. Like, like what can you tell, tell us uh, from your perspective, uh, Sky? <clears throat> I mean, it's, <clears throat> geez, LA's kind of complicated because, like I tell people, you have to recognize the racial history with black people in the city. Then you got to recognize how soccer is perceived as a white sport. And then what is soccer treating people like in the city? And do the black people around the stadium, the black people in the city think it's for white people? Then you already you're already fighting a losing battle because people don't think it's a sport for them to come watch. And then on top of that, do people feel welcome as black people going to games? Like, I went to LAC the game a couple weeks ago. No, about a month ago. <clears throat> and, like, I noticed visibly that people were noticing me and Sills were black. Uh, so, you, when you have that kind of vibe, <laughs> when you have that feeling at a game, um, you're not going to want to come back. Like, I'm literally, like, if I come back again, I either got to be up in the section, still in the, the supporter section, or I'd have to sit on the other side. Because it was, like, a lot of, like, oh, y'all black. And it was like, you can feel it. Like, if you have that kind of feeling, and people unknowingly do it, you know, it could be a cultural thing where you don't recognize it. And with LA, because everybody's so isolated, you can't realize you don't get welcoming vibes. You ain't trying to be at a game to deal with that. But that's on top of if you got divisions between people, you know, this is the one city where black people and Latino people have had a history of warring with each other because white supremacy, what used to be Los Angeles. Um, The whole history with that. It's so the remnants of that and then the impact that all comes back to the soccer. And so it's like important to touch back with the community. But honestly, it's about it's levels to it. You got to engage with the community genuinely, but you'd have to make a space that's genuinely welcoming. Um, I know at Angel City Games, you see a lot of black people in the stadium in different places, but they're not like engaged. It's still I still see black people coming to games where it's not like they're into the soccer. They're here for the experience. But they're not like it's like divorced of like you going to a basketball game, and so even when I'm even 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 I mean even I feel like maybe even players and staff aren't even being them full selves because effectively you're cold switching as you exist in the space because you don't see your culture existing to the full force. So it's levels to it. Um, I guess it would start with yeah community and welcoming atmosphere. You know. Like how you came with the Tigers, feeling mm-hmm. welcome, having a mass effort to feel people feel welcome at the game, having that real reality discussion. Because when we brought this up to when we started our first tailgate for Angel City, um, we brought up like some realness that some people were shook by, that people who actually Ponderosas, um, who's a supporter group, and they're actually Latino, and they're from South Central. They understood what I was talking about. They're like, hell yeah, that's the stuff we've been trying to point out. That's how we got started. 
like having you got to have the real last conversation and you figure out the strategy to connect back with community to bring people in on both the LAFC side and Angel City but it's levels to it that I think people got to have real hard conversations and get real and even reflect because sometimes you don't know like if I tell somebody like yo it didn't feel welcoming people can't get all Philly and they feelings filios like let's figure out like what does it look like to be yeah, I wasn't I trying was, to be welcoming. I, I wasn't trying like it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, if I if I'm telling you it's not welcoming, I'm being nice and telling you. Other people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's cool," and never come back. And so that's yeah. how. Because I would love to go to like when I go to a Sparks game, I'm like, "Well, all the Negroes across the globe are up in this thing." I would love to be able to see that at a soccer game, as you do at a Dodgers game. To a point, the traffic is mess. But you know, at the different games across the city have them like come because it's literally right there it's like literally perfect space mm-hmm. for no matter if you're north or south you can come through i think that's the biggest thing um and then when you have that then it gets it gets fire you bring all the culture with it mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying? You know my, my, my my girls actually uh with the poderosas i i know exactly what you're talking about and it's true what you said uh, about um people don't not not feeling welcome i i really feel that and i think that that's exactly where we need to start. Sky, what have you what have you um, felt in other tailgate situations? Because my thing is like, I sometimes I forget that like because we've been tailgating as supporters in in the same Christmas tree lane for you know four years, five years, that everyone just still thinks that like everyone knows that that you can walk up to it and you can you know can you can talk to people. But I think I, a lot of people still don't know that that's available before the yeah, games. Yeah. Like, are you guys encountering some as our, as our, as uh, as you build up the the Angel City kind of culture over there? Are you you finding that that's still kind of being gate kept even in the first season, or how is that tailgate culture be, trying to become more welcoming? I mean, I, I think it's welcoming, but again, it's not like advertised because um, right. they haven't had resources like that to be like, or even had a strategy. I mean, this is we we fumbling in the dark figuring it out um, where. You have people, they may come through, they walk by and they'll roll up. I mean, when we do a tailgate right now, we got DJs that DJ spend all kind of whatever. And I know in the first few tailgates, particularly the first one, because we play all kinds of shit, they, you have stadium workers like, yo, like, yo, this is dope. I feel seen. Like, I feel included. And then other people rolling through, walking through the area, whether they were coming to the game or not, coming up like, hey, I feel like this is culture shit. That's what get me into a game. Um, but it's still, I mean, I'm just trying to think if you roll up, you may not know if you, if you've never been to a game or even yes. if you weren't going to the game that you can necessarily walk up. Cause it's not like, Hey, come to, you were welcome to community with us. Now we'll say like Poderosas is pretty cool. Even pandemonium, um, is cause like you pull up, they'll be like, Hey, you want to drink? You want to eat? Come yeah. through. You know, you get that when you go over there, but you may not know if you rolled up um, what's what. Um, But I think, like, signage would go a long way. But even, I would say this, even something simple as, you know, reaching out to, like, the California African American Museum that's, like, right there. Um, Mm -hmm. Or going to USC, going to UCLA, reaching out to the black student organizations um, and saying, hey, y'all want to come through the game, come through the tailgate? You know, get the well. I know y'all the tickets for LAFC, and you need to be hard to get those. But for <laughs> Angel City, you know, y'all want to come through, come to the game, um, come check it out. If you can't come to the game, and you want to come to the tailgate, 
build community and then even maybe over the off seat well in the case of angel city but even into the off season like even do watch parties because i mean you got the there's a bunch of stuff that can be done but um back to your point it, it i mean it comes off as welcoming but you may not know like if i was an average random person walking yeah. through i might just go to the gate to go get my tickets i might not know that hey you could come partake and get lit with the people so yeah, having man. something out yeah. there would be useful, I guess. No, you're right. You're, you're totally right. It's it's such a weird line that we have because, like, my thing is, like, I really try to remember stories like Jeremy when you were just talking about what, what, what Sue did for you by just taking the tape off the table and be like, hey, you and your kids sit down. And some of my closest people in my life is because of an IGDM, right, through TSG, Instagram. And I, I, I have to remind myself of that as we get deeper into this and, like, things feel more like uh, – common sense for us it's like yo there's there's some people coming here especially people who are not used to this game or have been kind of left out of the game including the black community in a lot of ways that like yo this is not for us right like so why why would we even think to walk up you know and like ask for a beer like even though like that's my intention to give you a beer as soon as you 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 extend a drink extend food the first time and so it really is like kind of navigating that cultural line and being like yo is it signage like you said sky like is it is it more ig blast to be like yo like uh kind of hit us up and i think the usc nod is is great sky because like we share a campus with them essentially right like we're yeah, right the Coliseum. yeah so no that's cool because like, i generally the christmas tree lane is one of my favorite places on earth because yeah it's yeah like, it's really, it's really dope. Shout, shout out the bands and all the parking lots which i got lost as fuck when uh, we're coming <laughs> there. i went to the wrong four different times Oh, Jake, no. Jake was so upset with me, but uh, <laughs> Listen, but, yeah, like having grass for the kids to kick around, kick around, um, kick around a soccer ball while we're while we're all eating and drinking with 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 big easy ups, like my favorite place in the world, man. And so I want people to experience that of of all cultures, and like I don't want people left out on that. So yeah, we um, that's something that Germans I will actively be thinking about and himself. Yeah. Listen, when y'all when y'all came to Atlanta last year, like. Listen, like that, like did y'all did y'all make it to Magic City? Yo, people, my, my parents are gonna listen to this, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did make it to Magic City. That leftism on display was incredible, man. I, I when when they when um the dancer fell from the the ceiling and caught herself right before, I was like, how much? Yeah. I, well, how much money I got? I'm just like, what? Yo, <laughs> yo, I have a story just like that up in dc it's like yo like like you don't realize like there, there are some cities where it's like like there's 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 the minor leagues and there's the majors <laughs> and there is the majors <laughs> and like yeah it's like, the performing like, arts until you see it for yourself, until, until you see it for yourself like oh okay i get it now i get it i mean you know and shout out to dc too because especially like out there Baltimore and like PG County, trust me, they out there. I see y'all and I appreciate y'all. But um, but getting back to uh, LAFC, again, it's been a very interesting year. Of course, right now y'all are holding it down in first place. But the past like the past month or so, it's been a little dicey. Of course, uh, last night y'all played Minnesota, played to a one-one draw. But like beforehand, it was like y'all lost like four out of five. Like I'm wondering, of course, y'all y'all brought in. Gareth Bale, y'all brought in Giorgio Chiellini, and that like y'all were already like rolling hard 
um, before <clears throat> what it got are y'all are y'all wondering like did we did we mess up a good thing or like like what's 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 the what's the vibe right now? Me, I, I personally don't think so. I for for me it was like uh, it was almost like supermarket sweep where you just get Bale, get Chiellini, get Tello, get all these players, but then you're faced with the task: how am I going to make this work? And I think that's where we're at right now. Is it's basically like what all the little kinks that you would work out during preseason. You're you're having to do this right before the the postseason, you know, but right before the playoffs. So that I think that's where we're at. Yeah, man, it's it's tough. I think I still think like the most important players for this thing to work is like probably like Ilya Sanchez in midfield in a lot of different ways, right? Like there's guys we got who are proven MLSers, right? Who um, are going to make this thing kind of tick tick and go. Um, the the issue with us has been, I think, it, and our guy uh, LAFC Vince asked us on Twitter this morning was like, did we try and do too much at the same time? And I think that's what we're talking about, that kind of supermarket sweep understanding of it, because the transfer strategy for MLS is so weird, right? Sometimes the timing of it is like, this is the only time maybe in the next two windows we'll be able to, to get five, acquire five players, right? But we acquired five players who are all like European experience, right? That's that's really big. I don't know if Carlos and uh, and Gareth Bale can play together right now, and I think that's that's the big uh, kind of big ticket experiment. Um, I think Chiellini's been great. I think the age shows sometimes, and in, in that he can't play multiple games in a row. But leadership positioning incredible. Um, we lost probably our best defender, yeah, to Villarreal. So like that's like that that happened as well. So yeah, it's 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 a mix of things right now. But we're trying to figure it out, as Jim said. Yeah, I saw a crazy stat um, yesterday uh, where, like, uh, when Bale's on the field, like, y'all are, like, at a negative seven goal differential. And, and of course, when he's not on the field, it's, like, y'all, like, plus 28. And it's, like, yeah, like, that 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 might be something to, to watch. Of course, right now, y'all are still on track to uh, to win the Supporter Shield. But I know Austin's coming up uh, pretty close behind y'all. Um, Sky, um, it – are, are, are we are we gonna be all right? Because I mean, y'all lost to North Carolina tonight. I'm like, what's, what's... why are you doing that? Why had to be brought into this? Um, <laughs> oh no, LA. They got to win Saturday. Um, why are you asking me? They're they're. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's Saturday, Saturday is a big game. Y'all y'all about to do the the the, the Snapdragon takeover. Oh yeah, they they taking over Snapdragon. I don't think I don't know if they know, but it's gonna be a lot of Angel City fans down there. Um, yeah, they gotta they gotta win. Now, why we didn't play Allison Swaby today? I don't know, cause I could told you the the front line of the front line midline of North Carolina was gonna cook up Angel City with the two people back there. Um, but Allison Swaby can shut people down. But we on my player. Um, everybody's hurt. You know, at this rate, if we lose Saturday, you you ain't gonna see Sydney Larue no more this year. You ain't gonna see Vanessa Gills. It's gonna be like we'll see you in twenty twenty three. God bless. Good night. See you on the twenty fifth. We we off to be family women. That's that's where we at right now. We're in the same boat. we're at it. Um, yeah, like the Snapdragon is the new stadium down in San Diego, uh, where Wave is gonna be on um, playing uh, going forward. I don't know if y'all saw these videos that have been coming out because, um, of course, they share a stadium with uh, San Diego State University, the football team, and they had the first game there, and, like, 
the just like everybody just passing out um, at, at the stadium and just like, of course, y'all have been dealing with this heat wave. And of course, for those of y'all that haven't seen how Snapdragon looks like, it's, it's a very open air. There's no roof. There's no nothing. It's pretty much like, yeah, you get, you get all this sun. And given um, while there's been this heat wave throughout Southern California, like, yeah, like that was just the wrong spot to have a game um, uh, during that uh, during the heat wave because, yeah, there were a lot of people just, they ran out of water, ran out of ice, like, cooling stations were all, were all jacked up. So, like, hopefully, like I said, the temperature is at a, is a, at a, at a nice 75. <laughs> I mean, I think actually, I think that's what's gonna be. It's, the game is at like uh, six, so hopefully, okay. I mean, one pray. So, I'm gonna be in press box, but even I well, I hope I'm not in the press box that's outside. Then I'll be rotisserie. Ret- we're, we're, we're trying to avoid being immediately all the media. but um, but yeah, it's a sellout too. So, everybody's gonna be rubbing shoulders. Yep, we're gonna yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one last thing before we uh, before we uh, get up to up to now, of course. Uh, uh, this past uh, last week, uh, we had the U.S. Open Cup final uh, between Orlando City and Sacramento Republic. Uh, Orlando won their first trophy. Of course, it wasn't without some controversy because a couple days before the final, um, apparently there were some staffers with Orlando City spying on on Sacramento, um, which is now causing a investigation by U.S. Soccer. I mean, like, like I said, we, we beat Orlando tonight. So home team beat Orlando, and I'm just saying, like, we technically are we were defending champions of the U.S. Open Cup. I feel like we should just go ahead and just get it back because the real champs beat beat the, beat the current champs. So like, just go ahead and just run that trophy back on here to Atlanta, and we'll be all good. Like, so, like somehow we're, we're we're winning games now. We have we have center backs scoring hat tricks with their head, like. <laughs> I don't know like what's happening here right now, but uh, hey, I'm I'm rolling with it. So, you know, like a little. Uh, hey, it took a table flip. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Listen, jo- Joseph, this will be his last year. I, I firmly believe that, and I and I feel like uh, just he, he, he's not the same guy anymore. It's just a knee injury, and. I don't know if it's just like he just in his, in his head when it comes to because he's already a very competitive person. But of course, when you're when you're when you know your skills aren't where they where they once were, you just have all this bottled up frustration and you flipped over the arroz con pollo like dog. Like you can't how you how you go flip over the chicken or rice dog? Like like nothing about that makes sense. I mean, like could 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 you have? Could you have flipped over a table that had nothing, or maybe maybe just a bottle of water, something? But like, you knocked over the the chicken or rice dog. Like that's 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 just a party foul. He made you know? a statement. Like, so, like we're we're winning, we're winning. So you know we're we're trying to you know make some kind of late season push, even though we like we'll, hopefully we're figuring it out. But um, but yeah, of course uh, we here are. I'm trying to I'm trying to get all of Sky's orders together first before I can get every, before, before I can get everybody else's orders because like she been, she been like texting me like crazy I'm trying to get her together because I I said I almost chopped my foot off while last weekend but yeah like everybody else who's out there make sure like I said you're about to have World Cup jerseys coming out you're about to have 
uh, Europe, European season of jerseys coming out. Make sure you get all your jerseys hooked up with which the family FTCUT at FTCUTD.com. Get your t shirts, get your name sets, uh, get your, uh, I think we still have some hats on there. I have to go back on there. Of course, we, uh, we do have a drop coming for the World Cup, so stay tuned for that. Um, Josh, Germs, like y'all already know, like the the vibes um, with us. Like I, I got a, I got a Tigers name set that's like, yo, if y'all let us do this, oh my god, it's gonna be just the absolute flame burger. Yes, sir. Flame. Yes, sir. But yeah, we got to link up, man. Last time I got COVID right before we we're about to talk on that stuff. So yeah, this should, COVID timing is 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 jacking everything up. So. No man, it's the yo, the custom custom work you do is incredible. I got to got got to got to feel the the sticks jersey for for quite a bit because I forgot to give it to him for a little bit. So I know the quality <laughs> at hand, and so yeah, I'm uh I will we will send uh people to to the FTC TD website to try and cop anything. But um yeah, I love that man, love. Yeah. Oh, what's no. that? What you got? Oh, number set. Yeah, like so. Actually, yo. Sky trying to trying to put all the all the shea butter goods um, out here, but yeah, like like we try to you know make sure we hook up the whole team and everything. So yeah, so make sure you hook up your team at ftchd.myshepherdfire.com. All right, y'all, let's uh, get up here and two up and two down. Uh, of course, uh, for those of y'all that are still relatively new to the process, we talk about uh, two things that we like that's going on in the culture and the game, whether it's personal, whatever. And two things that said, nah, we're not fucking with that. Um, of course, we, we've, we've seen a lot happen in the streets in the last couple of weeks, so we might have a bit to talk about here, but um, let's, uh, let's get up into it. And, um, Mr. Dude, what you got, boss? Um, let's start with the ups. Um, I'm about to be a dad again. Thank you so much. Yep. Pew, 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 number two was on the way. So having a, a beautiful baby girl due um, November 3rd right now. Baby shower was Sunday. It went went as great as it could go. So very excited. Can't wait. Girl dad uploading, hashtag girl dad. So really excited about that and just all the love and support that I've had uh, during this time. So, yeah, future Gooner on the way, future Woso player, hey. she'll be there. So, we got to turn little mom into a fan. I just, like, I just, I feel like she's going to be that, 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 that lone wolf in the house, man. Because, you know, I mean, y'all, you already got B. B. B's a gunner through and through, but I, I think little mama's gonna have to, you know, try a different shade of red. But you know, so Uncle, Uncle G's about to, about to yeah. Up. So, you know, just just be ready for that. You could try. You could yeah. try. But yeah, absolutely. Congrats, man, on on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what else you got, man? Appreciate that. Speaking of, of course, shout out to the queen. She loved to see it. She had to see it before she passed. <laughs> Those gooners still riding high in first place. You can beat us, and we're still in first. 
That's how much in first place we were. It was we were in so we were so high in first place. We lost and still in first place. So we're going to continue to ride that wave as high as far as possible. Brentford this weekend. We should give them the we should give them the beating. So those are my ups, um, my downs. Um, R.I.P. P.N.B. Rock man. Um, senseless violence, crazy. We gotta we gotta do better, man. Um, can't even enjoy your meal now without losing your life. Ultimately, you can't even enjoy a good plate of Roscoe's with the gravy. I'm like, dog, like, like, what are we, like, what are we doing? And, and, and on that note, stop telling everybody y'all where y'all at. The people be look, be lurking in that. That should never happen in the first place. But yeah. Continue. My thing with that, I do, I feel like that was going to happen regardless. I mean, you know, we, everybody's putting a lot of blame on, um, you know, the girlfriend uh, putting her, putting the location on there. It's, from 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 what I've heard, it's a bad it's a bad area. Regardless, you know, you, he was walking around with his chains all out, jewelry just swinging, and people are just hungry down there. So he was a target. I saw like a couple people tweeting, you know, a couple celebrities, you know, that he didn't have the right, you know, he didn't have enough security to be walking around with that much jewelry in that area. And, you know, he was from from my understanding, he was a walking target before she, she was even before she even tweeted that. So or put that on IG. But either way, the violence is senseless. Um, we got to do better. And then that's my first down. My second down was something I actually discovered um, yesterday, earlier today at some point. So obviously, if you guys don't know, I do work for the Washington Spirit the women's uh, professional soccer team here in D.C. and current NWSL champions. Um, and so I follow a lot of, you know, WOSO groups, NWSL groups, and there was a group that happened to be on the Book of Faces. Innocent question. Um, but they were talking about, you know, like who's the most underrated player, so on, et cetera. Well, you have the most underrated question. You have who's the most overrated and pretty much every comment in there was Lynn Williams and Trinity Rodman. Um, of course, you had your, you know, you had your outliers. I think somebody said like Allie Long. Some people said Lindsey Horan, who doesn't even play in the NWSL. But pretty much 90% of those answers were Lynn Williams and Trinity Rodman. First and foremost. This season, so First and foremost, let's 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 break this down. Lynn Williams is the third all-time leading scorer in the NWSL. All-time leading right, scorer. So, how is that overrated? Second of all, Trinity is only one of two p- women that play in the NFL in the excuse me NWSL. Two Americans to be nominated for a Ballon d'Or. It is factually incorrect that either one of those women are overrated. And it is not lost on me that they are both women of color. I step off my soapbox. Listen, like, I seen this with my own eyes at the 
final last year in in Louisville. Anybody who says Trey Rodman is overrated does not know what the flying fuck is. <laughs> like that's absolute comedy to me. But of course, you know, you know, she gets the million dollar contract, and you're like, you know, she, they, they, people just start hating, and yeah, like it should happen. So, but yes, again, congrats on the baby girl again. Call me United Girl. I gotta say. All right, <laughs> Jerem. Hopefully, you have enjoyed your first podcast experience. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, you know, this isn't your last one. I was like, I know there's plenty out there in, in LA, and um, hopefully, we uh, we can get you uh, back on here soon enough. But uh, what you got, man? Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me. Uh, this is a great experience having a conversation with y'all. Um. So for my my two up, um, my first one, I will recommend um, watching with all this, what's going on with the queen and all this and that, everybody just showering her with love and praising her and the monarchy and monarchies around the world and, you know, um, kind of forgetting or putting aside to what these institutions did. Um, I recommend Exterminate All the Brutes on uh, HBO Max. So you can, it's a docuseries uh, directed by Raul Peck. He did um, I Am Not Your Negro, the James Baldwin um, documentary. And he also did a young Karl Marx, uh, based on Karl Marx. Um, yeah, and it documents very vividly exactly what Belgium did to black people of Africa. Uh, British people, the British Empire, what they did. Um, so in light of the Queen's passing, I recommend that docuseries. Um, for my second up, I recommend reading, um, you know, with what with, I had read what Jay-Z said about, you know, um, being a capitalist is like a bad word now um, that people invented to bring down the black community. So I recommend reading our uh, authors like Franz Fanon, Fred Hampton, um, uh, you know, uh, Kwame Ture, all, all the, the, the leaders from before that had more elaborate opinions on, on the black community. And I feel like more accurate uh, opinions overall. Um, and my two down, of course, is the queen herself. I feel like she she fucked us over one last time by uh, by putting uh, putting all our matches on hold. So she gets it down for that. And uh, my last one is uh, Man City. Man City, uh, they're just too much with Holland, man. They're just too much. Uh, everybody was uh, up in arms about the Super League, but it seems like the 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 Prem is another Super League. I was kind of. Uh, excited about um, Potter bringing Brighton uh, all the way to fourth place uh, in the standings because it kind of it was like another Leicester, you know. It was like like another another club that had struggled for so long that they're finally doing good, only for Chelsea to kind of like pluck him from his role. I mean, yeah, he had you know, a say. He wasn't a, a victim of this, but. At the same time, it's kind of unfortunate because it feels like La Liga, uh, Bundesliga, um, uh, the Premier League, 
they're all like the they're all mini versions of the Super League with Bayern, with Real Madrid, and with now Man City, just winning and winning and winning. You know, it's just unfortunate that now it looks like they're, they they have a really good chance of taking the UCL. So yeah, Man City gets a a down. They always get down. They never get up like ever in life. I will actually jump in now. Um, so, first of all, if, if you did if you didn't um, see Ray J on um, Instagram a couple of days ago, listen. Chris Jenner is the biggest hustler in in modern history. Just the way that she basically turned her whole family into billionaires off the back of a sex tape. And, you know, what he talked about um, as far as just making Ray J and Kim re-record their sex tape and everything, like, I'm not shocked. I'm honestly not, because I'm like, y'all make this good. We're going to get this bag. But, um... There's a lot of therapy there. So I can really she will not see heaven. Yeah. But um aside from that, um uh, my ups, um, first of all, the Emmys uh this past Monday night. Um I actually meant to bring this la- up last year when it happened, but of course it just so happened that Ted Lasso won uh best comedy series again um uh for uh at, at the Emmys, uh Jason Sudeikis, uh um, let's say it's Brent. Uh, he he uh, won an uh, Emmy, and of course, all the blackness of the Emmys. Lizzo, uh, uh, Shirley Ralph, Quinta. Oh, listen. If if y'all haven't listened to her victory speech, I don't know if if, if y'all if y'all just in, in, interested in just in just winning because. Just the level of inspiration that that speech was, just that song was, just that whole moment was. I'm like, it it kind of goes to show you that, you know, your season might not always be right away, um, and it's absolutely stunning that she's 65. I mean, she looks not a day over 40, over 40 whatsoever. But of course, the, the work that she's done with Abbott uh, Elementary has just been incredible. Um, Jared Carmichael. Uh, Zendaya, Lizzo, um, it's just it's just all all over the place, and so shout out to them. And of course, not not to mention, of course, with the great community with the uh, with the uh, Squid Game. I'm like, I don't know if if y'all be uh, caping for the Korean shows like we do for the black shows, but like yo, like like that like that was that was my 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 show too. Um, but yeah, like like so the representation was actually up there on Monday night. I do also want to throw in there two of my favorite movies of all time are Korean movies, um, not uh, the movie that just came out a few years ago. I forget what it's called at the moment. Um, we know Parasite. what we're talking about. Yeah, Parasite, not that one, but. If you guys are into, if you guys do want to check out some foreign movies and you're into like action movies and stuff, The Man from Nowhere and Old Boy. 
Now Ooh. you may know old boy from the Spike. Spike Lee redid it um, a few years ago. Don't watch that one. Watch the original, yeah. and you guys, I promise you, you're in for a good time. So, just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, love Spike, but that's not it. That's not that wasn't it. Spike, you missed on that one. Yeah, I don't know what Spike thought he was doing with that, but nah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I said so again. Yeah, definitely the, the black and Korean connection was definitely doing its thing. Um, uh, Monday night, um, and um, and then last but not least, uh, uh, even though my girl ain't there no more, the Las Vegas Aces they about to go ahead and wrap up this uh, WNBA finals. They about to go ahead and smash up uh, uh, Connecticut, and um, yeah, like that's that's been like the worst. That don't need to be your girl. You need to let that go. Listen, Liz, Liz, Liz need some healing. That's all I can really say on that. <laughs> but um. Yeah, lot. But Vegas is rolling. Just fine without her. Vegas is rolling. Fine. And uh, of course, shout out to Angel Wilson. Just won uh, MVP. And uh, but yeah, like that's uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much a, a format. I think they're already up uh, to to uh, to nothing in the in the series. Of course, it's the best of five and everything. And um, uh, yeah, that's, that's that's really all I got. Um, but uh. Mr. Lee, again, yeah. glad you finally made it on to the podcast. What you got, man? My two up, two up. Uh, okay, my my one constant up through a season of ups and downs is uh, the man himself, the one who's here joining me representing TSU today is uh, German, who is one half of uh, my favorite Instagram account of all time. It's LAFC Bonestorm. Um, Jerem is one of the sharpest, wittiest, weirdest referential people I've met in my life. And his uh, knowledge of Simpsons seasons one through, what was it? One through uh, 10. One through, one through 10. Like, yeah. we'll find the perfect Simpsons moment for the LAFC moment in time. And then we'll like Photoshop jerseys onto like Lisa and Marge and, and oh, Homer. Man. And uh, so if you guys are not following LAFC Bone Storm, please do. That's a constant up in my life. Um, whether you're happy, you're sad, you just want to talk some uh, talk some nonsense with the boys. Um, that's that that'll be there for you. Um, my second up is the big Squid Game win. Is Lee Jung Jae? Not only um, did he beat Bob Odenkirk out for like best actor, and like the Squid Game cast won a lot of different awards, and the old man was dancing, dancing a, a, a merry jig um, that was incredible. Um, paid the contestant one, player one, but. Um, off the off this kind of buzz of Squid Game, uh, Lee Jung Jae, the lead the lead in that series, is uh, was just announced that he's going to lead his own Star Wars movie or Star Wars series, and will be lead in that as a Korean like wow, first Korean actor to do that. So, yeah, it's um it's gonna be it's a huge moment for us. And you're talking about caping for for our guys. I'm really, it's you know it's representation matters today and for a long long time guys it was really really rough for i think asian folk out here in terms of seeing ourselves on screen and it's not everything but i think i'm still fighting for you know the the fullness of representation to to embody not just one experience but multi multiple is um is important for me so yeah big news for for us that's my second up um the second up unfortunately has to do with the second down which is 
I'm terrified of this Squid Game reality show. I think it goes against everything that the show stood for and the fact that they're actually throwing like a, um, a reality show that'll have contestants do like extreme American Gladiator for money, cash prizes is like kind of wrong in a lot of ways. And so, yeah, I think we might've lost the plot there a little bit, but as Korean <laughs> people know, we love we love money in, in all its forms. So um, yeah, the love of money definitely gonna bring us down here. And the second down is, um, of course, uh, Queen Elizabeth going down. Is it was it was was big news. Um, but to tie it back to an up because the other one had a down. Killian Murphy, the 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 reemergence of his meme of him glaring at uh, Prince Harry after shafting having to shake his hand, looking like putting his best Tommy Shelby expression, like I the what you've done to my people is so egregious, and I wouldn't slap this. The, the, the living hell out of you right now if I if I could was just such a joy in my heart as a fan of that show and as a fan of resistance fighters across across the world um, that really that really made me smile so kind of a two and a half ups two and a half downs here I cheated here and that works you know and and and, um, and I also I also forgot to uh, Quinta brought friends for Epic Academy like yeah like it was a great night on, on, on Monday. And of course, I don't know what the fuck Jimmy Kimmel was trying to do, but that just won't it. But yeah. Clean up, hit up. Uh, Star stars. Star um, in the sky. All right. So down. Um, hmm. I guess the. Uh, People thinking that I'm a fan of the Falcons. Like, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Don't call my Here cell she phone. She, Don't she call my cell phone about no American football. She's a free agent of all sports. Like, it's yeah, not, don't call me. Don't call Sky's me. A Falcon, Sky's a Falcons fan from the first to the third quarter. No, it's <laughs> not even because they went downhill in the third. Uh, don't call me. I'm a Colts fan this, this season. That's going to be a ride, too, because that's a mess. I know the coach was that messed up. But anyway, um, I'm just a free agent. I wish people would respect my privacy at this time through this struggle. Um, guess my other down is the what US soccer is doing to try to act like black people when a part of this whole CBA situation and equal pay fight. Like the games y'all are playing. Look, if you were mad at Kristen cause she put y'all on front street, just be grown about it and have a conversation. Like you just setting up to get sued. Um, and then what you doing? Like you couldn't invite other black people who were a part of it. We unfortunately had Crystal there, Lynn there, um, Midge was there. I mean, the black people who were on the team were there. But like, you couldn't invite Jessica McDonald. You couldn't invite AD. No, okay, whatever. But the, this whitewashing of history, like, bro, that's not how it went down. We're here, but it's all good. We got y'all. Um, I guess my ups. The Aces out here not embarrassing me. We out here in the streets. Um, it'd be nice if they wrap this up, what, tomorrow, whatever day. Yeah. Just wrap this up and be done. Um, and I guess my other up. I ain't going my other up. Um, I guess on the flip side, the Falcons are that's the, are closer to getting Bryce Young. So, you know, continue to lose. Because, yeah, um, I mean, like. Mm, yes. What the hell? Do we oh. need him? Y'all need Y'all not him. riding with Mariota? Yeah, no. That man fumbled the ball. He can be a family man somewhere else. Um, but I guess, I mean, I guess the up. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to D.C. I'm coming to Atlanta, and I'm going to D.C. Yeah. In late October, I'm coming to Atlanta, then I'm going to D.C. 
That's what's up. So I, I'm about to have a whole week. We might of, be on the same flight. About to have a whole week of uh of of Scott. That's, that's what's up. And 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 yes, I, I I got you up for you. Of course, the fact that Crystal Dunn is back. Oh yeah, Park. And from um, from having having um little Marcel, and and um. Of course, she's been working out this whole time, so it's not like it took her that long. But yeah, just like I, she's a welcomed, very welcome uh, return, and um, obviously we're trying to get some order back in, the, in these streets. So, um, hope, I don't know how it's going to work, but I need, I just need her in the midfield somehow, somehow, some way. I mean, she was in the midfield when she got into the game. She was in the midfield. Well, that destroyed all hope. I forgot who they were playing, but that ended the hope of trying to come back. <laughs> I do not get starstruck often, but Crystal walked past oh, yeah. me Tuesday at the national team game, and I froze like a little kid. Yeah, I was like, "You would talk to her, say hi." Because who else, who else was there um, that uh, was like right there behind you in line or something? Man, everybody was there. Alex Morgan, Naomi Gurma. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they was they was all there, and yeah, they was all like, "Oh." Hi, Alex Morgan. Oh, hi, Dale McGurn. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was definitely a good time for sure. A good time for the national team to come to D.C. So, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Hopefully um, we will be back soon. Uh, we got we got some big announcements um, coming soon as far as the, the podcast goes. And, um, so just stay tuned for, for that. Again, kids come out, Nike kids come out tomorrow. All I can say is just don't forget the U.S. I mean, they tried. They tried. But everybody else is like in the fucking bed. Tried? They tried. They tried. Tried what? There's somebody there that, that thinks that they did a good job. And, you know, it's like it's not an ugly kit. It's just that it's just it's just entirely sauceless. That's the thing. So what It's worse than an ugly kit, man. It's just a thoughtless kit. It's a basic one. Yeah. I'm under the impression that whoever was in charge feels that the U.S. has to earn their their sauce, <laughs> their swag. Being being out of the World Cup for so long, you got to earn that sauce. So we'll see what happens next time. Nah, they don't season their chicken. That's who <laughs> that instructed. We will be there for that um, on the socials course. We've already been talking about that. But, um, You'll follow us on the conversation with it and um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at FTC. UTD. And um, UTD. Where can they find Tigers on the socials this year? Yes, sir. You can find us at LAFT underscore TSG on Instagrams, on Twitter.com. Um, anywhere else, I don't even know what our email is. Just DM us on IG. Germ will respond or I will respond. You'll talk to either one. So if you want to talk to either one of us, just DM us on TSG, LFC underscore TSG. And um, our website, confusingly enough, is TSGLAFC.com. Yeah. And again, if, if you haven't done so already and cop some, some Tigers merch, I'm, I'm here to tell you, like, this is top notch. This is top notch. And I did like... I almost ripped the jersey off of Josh when I saw him in Atlanta with uh, with this Tiger jersey because it's like absolute lame. Well, me and you doing the bedroom, Grego, is between me and you. Please don't laugh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Like, like I said, it, yeah. 
like they bring the culture they they, they bring the goods out here in the streets so yes uh if, if you haven't done so uh i i even got uh the shirt that they did with um with black fires like oh, it's just it's, it's, it's all quality stuff and um it's a, however you can uh support tigers uh, near or far definitely do so could they definitely bring bring the good stuff but uh yeah that's all we got for this week uh i said we'll be back out here soon uh, keep up with the whole team with uh with two cents, shave butter, can I kick it walk at night and dream of freedom. Uh do we do we have any other shows yet, uh Scott? I don't I don't, I don't know. Maybe. No. Okay. Yes. And again, if you haven't done so already, make sure you check out uh Shave Butter's uh Patreon because yeah, we try to keep uh keep Sky working out out here just trying to get her out out of the lab and everything because they 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 don't do that to clean up there. But um but yes, for the whole team, uh, like I said, we will see y'all soon. The culture is real. The culture is everywhere. Literally, the culture is everywhere. So we try to tell y'all. Uh, but uh, we will see y'all soon. And we out. Peace. S-P-C-U-T-D.